0: Hello. Tony, hey, this is George Flynn with Sunny 103. How are you doing today?
1: Oh, it's a beautiful day out there, and it's a beautiful day in here at the Orpheum.
0: Good. Well, I'm speaking with Tony Thomas, who played the mighty Wurlitzer organ for the Orpheum on a new album they've got out, and it is an album of Christmas music. Tony, how did you come up with this?
1: Well, I wish I could take credit for the idea. Uh actually, uh if you might be familiar with Christopher Blank over at WKNOFM. Right. He does their news reporting and such and he's a huge music uh fan and I think he's even been a music critic so he's he's a guy that uh, uh really loves music and uh this in the last couple of years, the organ has gone through a complete restoration and it's been installed now for a while. Uh, and uh, he happened to come and do a story on the organ and uh, he wanted me to play something on it to give him an idea what the thing sounds like and, you know, maybe some of the things that it does as a musical instrument. And so uh, I played a, an impromptu version of Slay Ride, just to, mm-hmm. It wasn't Christmas time, but I thought, "What the heck?" So uh, I played that, and the next thing I know, he's in the conversation, he's saying, gosh we we need to do a, a record of Christmas songs on this organ. This is amazing. He, was, he just loved the instrument. So uh that's where the idea came uh, to be, and uh it it has it's been an interesting and fun journey uh putting all of this together
0: well i don't know how you got yourself in the Christmas spirit July the twelfth through the fifteenth twenty twenty three but that's that's when it was recorded i know and uh what a what a great tell us a little bit about you, Tony Where did you grow up
1: well i'm uh I'm a happy minphian of about forty five years, but I grew up I started out in the world in Newark, New Jersey, and then I uh, grew up if you want to call it that uh in Iowa. I was educated up there and then uh, traveled from the time I got out of college at University of Iowa uh, for about six years. And I discovered Memphis in my travels and fell in love with this place. Were you a music major? Yes, I was. I majored in organ performance. Uh, So, you know, it was a great icebreaker at parties. You know, like my spleen is really working well today, I think uh yeah. no one no one thought that was funny but anyway uh I did. so uh, <laughs> yes, yes sir uh but uh so uh, it was uh, uh a lifelong passion of mine just playing music but the first time i heard a theater organ which very briefly theater organs were organs that looked and, and uh, function like any church organ or concert organ, but they specialize in sounding like a 1920s pit orchestra that you would hear in theaters, for the purpose of accompanying the silent movies.
0: Well, wow.
1: so wow. I heard that, and I heard various artists like George Wright and uh, uh, Dave Baker and. Mm -hmm. Monk And, you know, the the house organist at the Radio City Music Hall in New York, all these guys had albums out, and it fascinated me, the sound of the thing. And so I really developed a love for it. Probably by age nine, I knew that I wanted to play one of these things. Yeah. Well,
0: I mean, do you have one at home? Do you get to play at home?
1: Well, I do get to play at home, but nowadays, what do you think? We can do it virtually. Yeah. So in my uh, in my studio, I have a Mac computer with a program on it called Hauptwerk, which is a German word uh, for the main sounding keyboard on an organ of their design. Uh, in America, we call the same keyboard the great on, on an organ, and then there are other divisions of an instrument that can have other names. But Hauptwerk is the name of this software. And you can purchase recordings of these instruments, and through the miracle of uh, software design and so forth, you can get, uh, in this case, I have a three-keyboard instrument, so I use three keyboards connected to the computer and a small pedal board, and uh, I can play these recorded sounds of, in this case, another world's organ, just like the one we have at the Orpheum, it's a slightly different size, but it enables me to try out my arrangements and, and to work uh, with the music and so forth, uh, because Orpheum is a very, very busy place, uh, I and mean, that's a wonderful problem to have, uh, but, which does mean that i's not, I'm not always able to get in here to practice. And so I can work things up and then just come down there and play them in the room and kind of solidify it the arrangements uh, See what
0: it'll sound intervals. like in the Orpheum.
1: Yes, sir. What is
0: your favorite part of the Orpheum organ? I mean, is it, uh, is it the way that it goes up and down, or what, what's, your, what's your favorite <laughs> part of it?
1: Somebody, Dr. Flint, somebody called that the greatest entrance in show business. I, I think that it's, may be an It is a great show business, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and one of the but, great uh,
0: showmen that used this uh who, who was your maybe while well, you were there together was Vince Astor?
1: oh no question about it uh, and vincent had the perfect song for his opening number he used to love it it was called uh thousands of girls and it's a very up-tempo 20s style uh novelty song and he would come up out of the pit playing that and oh my goodness
0: yeah, he had well, a lot. Vincent, of fans. Vincent was a real talent, and we we all miss him in, in Memphis, Indeed. Tennessee, and the surrounding area. And glad you were you're there to step into those shoes and and really take over. Now you do other things too. You do piano well, work. You do piano tuning,
1: and you are you still doing that? I've, I've 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 kind of stepped that back a little bit because I've been blessed to have a couple of well, this project and uh, some. Uh, I, I play a little bit of Hammond B3. That's the that organ you hear on almost any recording. When you hear an organ playing, it's a Hammond uh, B3. That's just what they use in recordings. So even in country music, you hear an organ cranking up in the background. It's something, if not a B3, something trying to sound like one. So
0: yes, I, I yes. do, uh,
1: and, I, and I have a, a small trio with a drummer and a guitarist, and this is a very... In, in jazz music, it's a very popular format uh, for uh, instrumental music. A- even in rock music, some uh, some people uh, who are listening might know the group uh, Majeski. Uh, I'm trying to remember their real name, and last name is Wood. It's three names, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they use a Hammond B three guitar and drums, and uh, it's quite uh, fun com- uh, communion of musicians you can play well together because there's not a whole lot of moving parts everyone is just listening to each other and it's it's almost like jazz chamber music for the organ Mm -hmm. right it's real fun so i do some of that i'll
0: just just tell you i've got a hammond b3 at home
1: and i do not know how to play it
0: i cannot play that thing
1: (laughs) but but you have a piece of history there there was nothing made before or since that was like that instrument
0: I've got one, thank goodness and I keep it oiled and keep it you know, keep it in good shape. But man, it's it's a tough thing to play, especially if you're trying to use the, the foot the, your feet and your hands and use all the all the stops and there. It's just amazing. Amazing thing.
1: The combination and I'm glad is if you can sound. play
0: it. You're coming over to my house and we're gonna we're gonna play some with that.
1: I'd love to but, hear uh, it. Play it. Yeah.
0: Back to back to our our uh project. Did you pick yes. out the songs, or did you did you arrange those, or how did you do? I've listened to them, and and we're going to play some more of those uh, on our special that we're doing uh, right now with you. And I tell Very you, good. what was, what was your what were some of your favorites that you did? Now I know you can't pick them out like you can't pick out your favorite child, but
1: uh, it's it more, is more difficult. Some of the ones you uh, like. Well, the the, the uh, I guess the ones that brought me some of the greatest satisfaction were uh, learning Mariah Carey's now famous All I Want for Christmas Is You because I always heard it as a rock song and it, it never occurred to me that you could do it on one of these until I tried. You know, So uh, that one and um, uh, its the most wonderful time of the year I thought was uh, we were kind of go for a Percy Faith type of arrangement there. It wasn't his arrangement, but that's the sound we sort of conjured up. And then uh, we have one uh, uh, one song that refers to the subject of Christmas, our, our Lord uh, Jesus, and uh, that's the Coventry Carol, which is the song that Mother Mary sang to him as a lullaby during the time that King Herod was looking throughout the land for babies that would challenge his kingdom. His right. kingdom. And so, uh, it's a great lyric and it's uh, it's an it's an interesting song because it for for your music bugs out it plays in a minor key until the last chord and the last chord is a major chord. Which you but know the minor gives, key is
0: pretty dark, isn't it?
1: It is, but it was a dark yeah. time. You thought your child could be, you know, taken away from your slaughtered barn. So by that the was way, a terrible for time.
0: anyone for anyone listening right now, if you I'm sure you're so interested you wanna you wanna get a copy of this and it says OrpheumGiftshop.com. Orpheum orphium or P H E U M Gift G I F T Shop S H O P dot com mm-hmm. and they're on sale for thirty five
1: dollars. And now is this a is this a vinyl? It is vinyl, and I was privileged along with the uh, production crew and Christopher Blank, uh to watch the first pressing of it, and I even got to to make one and my copy is one that I actually got to work the controls on the uh press that actually makes the final copy the thing that you see with now the good so, I mean, item. Well, we'll see about that.
0: But well, it's green. It is,
1: and it, it is. Well, that's another thing.
0: It's a green vinyl uh, but the, pressing, and yes, you just sir. don't find those anymore. Uh, and it's going to be a collector's item, especially with your talent playing these songs. I, I mean, what more could you
1: want? <laughs> well, that's nice to say. Thank you. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's a one-of-a-kind thing. Um there will be, I think, later on, digital downloads available. But it sounds so good on vinyl. Oh, you know, you and I and a lot of our listeners can remember when vinyl was what you listened to, and that, to me, is what a recording sort of supposed to sound like. And uh, the, the technical staff, Matt Ross Spang, the fellow, who did the recording, and uh, the folks uh, in town that did the mastering, uh, and. The, the pressing was done right in uh, Memphis. If you read the liner notes, you'll know that all of the work on this project took place in Shelby County and not a foot further. So uh, we're we're just real blessed to have been able to to do that. But the sound of it is wonderful. Well, is, can he,
0: where where online can people learn more about you and everything you've done because you've been. Uh, uh, you know, rock in the Memphis community. You have held things together for so long.
1: Well, uh, that's that's nice of you to say. Uh I've been here a long while, uh and I've uh enjoyed our culture and I've enjoyed the music making in this city. I think it's very uh underknown when people come here and hear what goes on musically in Memphis just from the musicians that live here. Not seeing a concert with you know, a famous country star or a famous rock star, but just come and listen to the music that goes on in our restaurants and at our functions. You realize that there's a whole community of Manthians that can make some real music. And so it's just been really a wonderful time to be living here. Um, the uh, And now... Sir, I have lost the thread of your question. I can't. Well, realize. I was trying to, because people were
0: going to want to know more about you. Now, we're going to put more about oh. you on our website, sunny103.com. So, okay. you know, it'll be there, but we want to know if they want to go direct to a website or some place where they can find out more about you and follow you.
1: Well, if you're online, then, you can go to org. Okay, And that's spelled exactly the way you think. Uh, And then in there, they have lots of pull-downs, of course, and things that you can do with the program. And one of them is artists. And there's a list of uh, people, ladies and gentlemen, who love to play the theater organ. Some of us do it on a concertizing basis. Some do film uh, accompaniments. I've done a little bit of both in my career. And so... And that kind of gives at least a uh, what you say a, an, or a, a bird's eye view of my musical interest and and practice of the theater organ. Uh, my, my personal biography might be a little uninteresting.
0: I don't know about that. I mean,
1: <laughs> people think their personal biographies.
0: Yours is one of the most interesting in town because. Uh, You've done so many things, placed with so many different people and have your own group. If people would like to have you uh, hire your trio or whatever you have together, how do they contact uh, someone to to
1: book you? Well, we don't. We're like so many small businesses. We're word of mouth. We don't even have a website. Uh, But... Uh, the the best thing to do would probably be that, I think that article at ATOS has my cell number. Okay. So if you can find the article uh, on uh, the ATOS or American Theater Organ Society website, I believe the number is in that article. Okay. Well, we
0: won't put it on the air here because you'll get everybody calling you, but if somebody's serious (laughs) about booking you, uh they can either contact me and I'll I'll get you in touch with them uh, our okay. phone number is 901-483-7000 and I'll tell you I would love to have been there when you recorded that because I bet it was more more fun there in July getting the christmas spirit what, <laughs> what a great way well, to you, spend a few days there
1: as as you know from your uh your considerable involvement in the media uh with your with the radio stations and so forth uh, most advertising for any event is done months in advance and so i remember when i was a recording guy and doing lots and lots of jingles and tv and radio service music we always had the joke about christmas in july because we knew that the writers and producers were going to be bringing christmas stuff and christmas sounding stuff for us to play and be recorded so Uh, It wasn't strange to me. It was a little strange to some other people who wouldn't have thought that you'd have to do that, but it takes so much time to produce the physical record or CD or whatever it is. And of course, Memphis Record Pressing uh, is a very busy house. They do recordings for the list of artists whose recent vinyl albums have come out of their production uh, is pretty impressive. Uh, And so we were very fortunate to get the albums here in time for Christmas, and we couldn't have done it at all had we not uh, recorded in July. You opened up a whole
0: other topic that we're going to have to talk to about talk to you. Jingles. Do
1: you remember any
0: one of your favorite jingles that you ever helped produce?
1: Well, our company. some Some people may remember it as started out as pepper sound and then it was pepper tanner, pepper tanner pepper tanner right when yeah when the late william b tanner became involved in it and then it was uh media general oh no it was the william b tanner company forgive me right and then media general broadcasting services bought it from bill and it was then media Gra- media general broadcasting services and uh the uh Uh, they didn't do a lot of nationals. They did a lot of regionals. Like here in Mid-South, for example, uh, a guy guy like uh, uh, Mike Montesi would have Mm -hmm. been an excellent candidate for one of our jingles. I think he used another house. But that was so, you know, when you could go in, who knows, uh, 20 different Mm -hmm. markets and hear that jingle, depending on the distance between the stations and all that sort of stuff. Nice. But the one that we did that I I uh, do remember was Little Debbie, and that was the one where the group sang, "Little Debbie has a cake for you." Uh, no way! I remember that single yes, so much, <laughs> and you did it, that. It was, it was a national, yes, and, uh, yes. You don't know there's a piano on it, but you would if you pull the piano sound out, you'd mm-hmm. miss it. But you don't know it doesn't have any solo notes or anything of that nature. But it's well, part I of the bottom you. end. Yeah,
0: I've heard you do such good work at the Presbyterian Day School Christmas show, and
1: you, oh yes, you're,
0: you're just a, a genius huh? it's piano, the keyboard, we'll have to call it.
1: Yeah, well that's that's kind of you. I, mean, I always say God is good 24/7. He's, he's certainly been good All to right. me. Still.
0: Well, I appreciate it, and we will uh, we will play some more of the organ music produced in Memphis, Tennessee, pressed in Memphis, Tennessee. Starring Tony Thomas, and I really appreciate you taking the time to be here with us. And remember, you can get this this at the OrpheumGiftShop.com. Orpheum, O-R-P-H-E-U-M, gift, G-I-F-T-S-H-O-P.com. And you can pick it up there, and it's a a collector's item. Seriously, if you've got anybody that's interested in music and they want a, a collection, this is a perfect Christmas gift
1: for you. I'm Well, George, it. I have one Thank last you. thing to say. One yes, last sir. thing to say, sir. At the end of our interview, you know how I usually end the show with some sort of fanfare from the orchestra, so I present to you this. I hope that came over my
0: cell phone. It came over just <laughs> fine. Thank you. Thank you, Tony, and my I pleasure. look forward to talking to you soon. Thank you. I look forward to. Thank you. Bye.